It's not surprising then that when a group of pro-life Catholic kids who look like lacrosse players and live in Kentucky are accused of wrongdoing, the media don't pause for a moment before casting judgment. Maggie Haberman of the New York Times suggested the boys needed to be expelled from school. Anna Navarro of CNN called the boys racists and asswipes and then went after their teachers and their parents. Others called for violence against them. CNN legal analyst Bakari Sellers suggested one of the boys should be, quote, punched in the face. Former CNN contributor Reza Aslan agreed. Aslan asked on Twitter this, have you ever seen a more punchable face than this kid's? Longtime CNN contributor Kathy Griffin seemed to encourage a mob to rise up and hurt these boys. Quote, name these kids. I want names. Shame them. If you think these efforts wouldn't dox you in a heartbeat, think again. Then she repeated her demand again later. Quote, names, please, and stories from people who can identify them and vouch for their identity. Thank you. Hollywood film producer Jack Morrissey tweeted that he wanted the boys killed. Quote, MAGA kids go screaming hats first into the wood chipper. And then he paired that with a graphic photo. Actor Patton Oswalt linked to personal information about one of the boys in case anyone wanted to get started on that project. Meanwhile, Twitter, which claims to have a policy against encouraging violence, stood by silently as all of this happened. But in case you think the response was entirely from the left, you should know that the abuse was bipartisan. It wasn't just left versus right. It was the people in power attacking those below them as a group. Plenty of Republicans in Washington were happy to savage the Covington kids, probably to inoculate themselves from charges of improper thought. Bill Kristol asked his Twitter followers to consider, quote, the contrast between the calm dignity and quiet strength of Mr. Phillips and the behavior of MAGA brats who have absorbed the spirit of Trumpism. And then when the actual facts emerged, Crystal quietly deleted his tweet. He never apologized, of course. He hasn't apologized for the Iraq war either. There's no need. <laughs> People keep giving him money. National Review, meanwhile, ran a story entitled, The Covington Students Might As Well Have Spit on the Cross. That story has since been pulled, too, but not before the author admitted he never even bothered to watch all the videos. He knew what he knew, and that was enough. That was enough. That's always enough for leftists, as long as they know what they know, right? This week in the news, we're going to be talking about the Covington Catholic school boys being victimized by a group of Native Americans and blacks. We're going to also talk about a another victimization from the left towards some MAGA hat wearing children, some vile cultural issues going on in our colleges today how our government is a, a terrorist group basically according to people like paul craig roberts let's go ahead and get into it if you're not aware of what tucker carlson was just referring to this weekend uh, a news story went viral about some children from the a catholic school in kentucky they went to a the march for life friday and in order to show their support for the pro-life movement and at the end of the march they were standing on some steps waiting literally waiting for their bus to take them home because they are children and a group of people that call themselves Hebrew Israelites, uh, mainly just a group of extremely racist 
angry black men, uh, elderly black men from what it looked like, started berating them, calling them uh, all kinds of racist terms, saying that they were going to eat, I believe it was they were going to cannibalize their black friends that were also in attendance with them that go to school with the, the white guys that they were mainly talking to. They also took a little bit of time to berate the black students as well. As you are probably aware, leftists think that anyone that is black and on the right are race traitors. This eventually, this, by the way, over hours, I'm not sure why. Well, I guess there are thousands and thousands of people at the March for Life, so traffic is probably fairly daunting, especially in a big city like Washington. But it took hours for their bus to eventually get there. During those hours of being berated by black people, they eventually started to chant their school chants. Uh, if you're not aware, a lot of schools have these things called spirit chants or I forget what we call them. It was spirit something, not chants, but spirit something where you, it's just a school saying that you get all rowdy and start screaming and it gets you hyped up. I used for like, I remember doing it at, before basketball games, stuff like that. So they started cheering to drown out these elderly black men that were attacking them verbally and then that got the attention i'm assuming that got the attention we don't actually know because so far the native americans that have been public about this even according to other native americans that were there were lying about it but we'll get into that right. so assumingly assuming that the chance got the native americans attention the native americans started with their what seems like war drums you know i don't know a whole lot about native american culture i just was slightly obsessed with it when i was a kid i am part native american but seems like war drums to me every tribe has their own culture obviously so i don't know I started walking towards these children who again are standing on steps that lead nowhere they're on the very side of one of the monuments there i forget what monument now but these steps lead nowhere, so the people saying that they were simply in their parade route are lying to you. And I believe this incident occurred before the Native Americans parade started at all. The, the Native Americans were holding a parade around two hours after the March for Life. So the Native Americans started steadily walking towards the group of children that attend Covington Catholic School beating what appears to be war drums again and eventually get up in the children's face. They push themselves, they force themselves, they didn't get physical, but they force themselves into the middle of the group and then they start a chant. What happens after that is quite telling to the children's mindset most of them literally started chanting with them chanting the same native american chant and they looked like they were having fun the full video there's a full two-hour video 
it seems like for the at, at least at first most of them were enjoying themselves they thought that this was some sort of cool thing eventually they realized that the native americans were being hostile because the native americans started berating them as well telling them to go back to europe that they don't belong here that walls don't belong in america and by the way that was unprompted unlike what the media says media was saying that the children were saying things like scalp him and build the wall to these native americans that's not true at all there's no evidence of that i saw a cnn report even saying that there's no evidence of that by the way a day or two after they got plenty of clicks hate baiting white people saying otherwise saying saying the exact opposite saying what this native american nathan phillips was telling them so basically you have to sum it up you have a group of adults getting in the faces of some children ages 14 and 15 and trying to intimidate them and you have the children acting extremely appropriately and not backing down in my opinion that's appropriate um, you know but i'm a man obviously and also having fun with it chanting with them clapping along with their war drums all that kind of stuff here is donald trump's take on it nick sandman that is the boy with the uh, the MAGA hat that eventually about 40 seconds into the main viral video the native the native american nathan phillips got into his face and the boy did, refused to back down just stood there smiling very appropriately in my opinion uh, nick salmon and the students of covington have become symbols of fake news and how evil it can be they have captivated the attention of the world and i know they will use it for the good maybe even to bring people together it started off unpleasant but can end in a dream because our president's the man here is slate i just want to go through a couple articles showing you guys the original takes on these video shows maga clad teenagers harassing mocking native american vietnam vet from raw story kentucky teens harassment of indigenous man qualified as the legal definition of assault attorney who observed incident to cnn this attorney should be ashamed of himself basically everyone that had anything to do with this smear campaign should be ashamed of themselves we should know by now to ask questions before we jump to conclusions especially when we're talking about little snippets and viral videos let's look at what this video contained the what started it all if it'll play i know a lot of left So obviously there's no harassment right there. 
the only thing you can really make out is somebody saying i'm so confused because about around this time they had been chanting with this group of native americans for a minute or two and thinking that this was some sort of cool thing going on and then they're freaking then they start to realize oh they're trying to intimidate us i'm so confused that's the only thing you can make out from that one guy or from any of them really Here's even Fox got in the mix. Teens in Make America Great Again hats mocked a Native American elder at the Lincoln Memorial. Daily Mail, Catholic. Oh, so, <clears throat> excuse me. So after it came out, after the two hour video was released and even leftists were denouncing their original stances on this, the a girl a professional actress not actress a professional activist may as well be an actress right professional activist uh, woman i should say released a seven second clip of these boys not during this confrontation not during the native american confrontation an entirely different time earlier in the day during the actual march for life protest screaming build that wall at this woman let's Listen to this just to give everybody their fair due. Oh, I'm so tired already. All right, that's enough. You get you get the picture. People were saying that they hear slut in that. I really don't care. Uh, slut shaman is fine with me. Uh, probably, uh, almost certainly. Like, I'm gonna just go ahead and say certainly for the betterment of our society. But. We obviously, once again, a day later, after the narrative falls apart completely, another activist, by the way, the Native American Nathan Phillips that got in the MAGA hat guy's face is an, a professional activist as well, uh, that is funded by far left groups. The, after they lost the narrative, the, they tried again to reinforce the narrative that these people are racist, etc., by showing a video of them saying build the wall. But one has to wonder what happened before this, this seven second clip, which is the only clip that this woman released. You've got to, at, at this point, you have to assume that it's not what the narrative is making it out to be that this woman probably confronted these people on some sort of pro-life or build the wall talking points because they are wearing MAGA hats and they responded in turn. This is what happens uh, at a lot of pro-life things, uh, pro-life rallies and uh, pro-abortion rallies, protests, whatever both sides just scream at each other this is very typical this is just what happens and when that didn't work they f dug even deeper and found pictures of covington catholic school I, I think that's the name of it covington catholic school maybe covington high school of them all of just a few students having covered themselves in black paint from the waist up even their hair let's look at some pictures real quick while we discuss this here's the main picture that was going around i was obviously like i typically am 
uh, in a few arguments concerning this and people brought this to my attention saying oh you see these racists they're wearing blackface it turns out everyone in the crowd this is a thing they do annually the blackout they also do a blue out where they do do the same thing with blue colors they all wear black or they all wear blue some people do the paint if you're not aware of basketball culture that's really popular uh, when i was in college i used to go to not a sorority, a fraternity, and uh, we'd all get painted up, uh, get a little drunk, and go to the basketball game and scream at the opponents. That's what you do. Uh, it's part of basketball culture. Uh, I highly doubt these 15-year-olds were drunk, but moving on, that's just, it's just something that's typical, right? But obviously the left needs to smear these kids to make it seem like to the leftists that are uninformed and will not look into this to make it seem like they were always in the right that this two hour video that came out Sunday didn't disprove anything. So they write tons of articles saying that this is blackface, that this whole school is racist, that by the way, blackface isn't racist. Not at all. Context makes things racist right history alone being a, a portion of what is context cannot make things racist uh, you cannot redefine racism and i beg you guys do not allow anyone to redefine racism in the arguments that you have point out every single time that 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 what they're talking about is not racism show them the definition it has to include let's just let me just show you it has to include an air of superiority you have when you are mocking someone for it to be racist uh, it has to include the belief that one's own race is superior let's read this full definition racism prejudice discrimination or antagonism directed against someone of a different race based on the belief that one's own race is superior. So of course you had people on Twitter saying that any type of mocking a different race is racist. And that's obviously untrue. They would never call comedians that make fun of race like Carlos Mencia. They would never call him a racist against anyone that he makes fun of. I'm not a fan of Carlos Mencia, but you get my point. I think that fully covers the race issue here is just a couple examples that Tucker Carlson didn't cover since he was covering just mainly blue checkmark people here's just a random guy saying on Twitter stop filming MAGA fuckboys and beat their ass already you fucking cowards he goes on to say man stop hitting me with and go to jail nah it's so simple to get away with shit like this don't film it don't make it obvious, i.e. messaging, commenting, posting about it, and don't get caught. It's hilarious that he's saying, don't get caught by not getting caught. Super intelligent. You guys act like you're about to commit murder. Uh, well, assault leads to murder, sir. Uh, he goes on to just keep saying bullshit. 
here's another guy the liberal veteran can't even finish his name but still sticks with it looks like looks like a serious dope if i see a maga hat i'll treat it like a clan hood he goes on to say livingston parish louisiana has had a clan presence for decades i have found that the judicious application of an axe handle fixes or at least quiets racist some of the people i blocked assumed i meant violence you don't have to use violence against cowards standing up is enough uh, what about the how does judicious application of an axe handle non-violent that sounds super non-violent right jim hansen says that there was no MAGA mob hounding a Native American. Multi, multiple Native Americans instigated an incident walking into a peaceful group of kids and taunting one, chanting and drumming inches from his face. No one said build the wall, and if anything, that kid deserves a peace medal. I don't know about peace medal, but this could have sparked off some sort of uh, extreme violence, if not civil war. I, I've thought about this a lot, and I think that this easily could have led to the left targeting people on the right in mass across the country, uh, and it would have been tragic for them, for the left. I mean, here's another Covington Catholic student bothering elderly man. She's quoting. Then she goes on. Yet there, here is evidence of the man approaching them during their school cheer not disturbing anyone doesn't make sense doesn't make sense unless you know that leftists are liars and willing to do anything to smear the right this is just a little segment showing over and over how nathan phillips walks into this crowd if you find the two-hour video you can see the a fuller version where the entire group of native americans walk into into the crowd of boys and force their way into the center of them and of course by the way i forgot to mention this the left called this a they they said that these boys surrounded the native americans you know opposite of reality right it's typically how mainstream media reports things the opposite of how they actually happen the black israelites this is angel daddy four the black israelites were shouting things like crackers and insults at the students if the elder wanted to calm things down why did he walk into the middle of the students not between the two groups and why focus on the kid with a maga hat he should be moving around he was moving around for a minute or two and then he decided to get up in this little kid's face you'll see how young he is too soon he looks like he's about 12. and that was that's another point i forgot to mention that's why i bring up all these things so i don't forget to mention anything the mainstream media were saying that the indians oops not politically correct there the native americans were trying to diffuse the situation by doing you know by victimizing children uh, of course we now know false gab i guess i think his name's andrew torb posted this of this is the original video 
this is not the original video. This is some sort of debunking of the narrative that happened. I believe this was the very day, the day of, right? The 19th. Yeah, so this is the day of. I didn't see any of this stuff until the 20th, and that's when it was really trending. But even on the 19th, Andrew Torb, that own, part owner of Gab.com, posted a video where somebody was debunking the situation, showing that the Indians were saying, Indians again. That's what they called them when I was a kid, okay? That's what I was raised to believe I was part of, right? It's pretty odd. The, the reason I, I, I'll say blacks and not African-Americans is because blacks call themselves blacks. Native Americans do not really call themselves Indians, but who knows? Anyways, let's go on. One thirty-nine, citing the time for this, showing that the Indians were saying, go back to Europe, this is not your land. They were also berating in other ways. And guess what? This video was taken down by YouTube. Lots of these types of videos have been taken down especially from these accounts that can't really defend themselves with very few subscribers, if any. Not suspicious at all, right? Tim Poole says, want more context? The MAGA kids were arguing with homophobes. This video was taken down as well. But the, the, black, the black Israelites were screaming homophobic insults at these children so they were basically defending defending their their fellow students of people of color and defending gays and they got punished for that because they're on the right we can't have that narrative coming out lenora lemay says how is it okay in anybody's mind for adults to approach teens in this way and where were the teen leaders in this trip? Where is the apology from all who jumped on the bandwagon that her, the harassing came from these boys? I've seen quite a few lawyers volunteering to sue the fuck out of all the leftists that spread this narrative, by the way, for uh, pro bono for these children. So that's good. But I, that this is the biggest point that I kept pointing out to the people that were arguing in favor of the left's position to condemn these boys was that these were this was a group of adults walking down and then getting in the face of children i mean they're children they're literally children uh, teens makes it seem like these are some older teens you, you know you could be 19 and still be a teen that is a mischaracterization, in my opinion. They are children. And the adults in the situation, being probably being women teachers, did not have the balls or the manpower to do anything about it, in my opinion. That's almost certainly what happened. And they were also probably a little proud for standing up for human rights. For these kids that were standing up for human rights, they probably didn't have the foresight to realize that that could have easily turned violent. 
So they let the kids stand their ground. Here is CNN retracting their statements. A new video shows a different side of the encounter between a Native American elder and teens in MAGA hats. CNN even had to admit it. I saw The View did a segment about admitting that the left was wrong about trying to destroy these kids' lives, that the kids did nothing wrong. The View. Here's John Cardillo. Nathan Phillips' war hero narrative is crumbling. Of course, uh, the, another thing I forgot. Everybody was reporting on this situation as a uh, as these MAGA hat wearing evil you know students from a Catholic church harassing a Native American Vietnam veteran. Turns out from WAPO, correction, Phillips served in the U.S. Marines from 1972 to 1976, but was never deployed to Vietnam. If you're not aware, 1972 is when we pulled out our combat troops from Vietnam. And, but that didn't stop Nathan Phillips from saying that he was a Vietnam, no, he was a veteran from Vietnam times trying to get a little bit of glory on him for serving in Vietnam, you know, from for obviously, quite obviously, deceptively implying that he served in combat in Vietnam because he said he's a Marine that served during Vietnam times. Obvious, you know, deceptive and a lie. That didn't stop the left from saying, well, he was truthful. He, he didn't say he was a combat veteran. He said he was a veteran of Vietnam times. And, you know, that's obviously why he said it, so that the left could continue to say that he was being truthful. From Zero Hedge, Native American harassed by MAGA kids exposed as outrage culture drifter. Grifter. Drifter. <laughs> Looks like a drifter. So this guy has a history of appearing in the press claiming to be a victim of anti-native racism. He said he claimed that he was bombarded by racial slurs by students at Eastern Michigan University. Those students, he was probably, I would, I would guess now that we know he's a liar for sure, I would guess that he was just upset because they were wearing Native American garb for a college party. So he decided to try and ruin their lives. Luckily, in 2015, this really wouldn't ruin someone's life. Like it could have easily done to these Covington kids. Additionally, Phillips starred in a 2012 Skrillex video called Make It Bondum, in which Phillips does some spiritual warfare connected to a violent attack on a police officer. From Big League Politics, Phillips is not simply a random native man who was accosted by racist MAGA hat wearing teens, as the mainstream press has reported. He is connected to leftist activists who donate large sums uh, to leftist causes. Here's Bernie Sanders referring to the MAGA kids event. 
two days after two days after so he had plenty of time to get the facts straight today we talk about justice and today we talk about racism and i must tell you it gives me no pleasure to tell you that we now have a president of the united states who is a racist we have a president of the united states who has done something that no other president in modern history has done what a president is supposed to do is to bring us together and we have a president intentionally purposely is trying to divide us up by the color of our skin by our gender by the country we came from by our religion <coughs> now everybody here knows that from the first days when the settlers came to this country and the terrible things they did to the native americans terrible things that the settlers did to the native americans I like trying to leave them alone learning from them sharing their food stuff like that terrible things i'm not saying that there weren't terrible things i'm just saying the original settlers from what i have read didn't really do much wrong right it was mainly after the united states government came along and we needed to further colonize the west uh, that we started doing some pretty bad things right and by the way it doesn't matter bernie he he goes on i'm not we're not gonna listen to it he goes on to talk about our history of slavery and all the all the typical talking points ignoring like everyone always does uh, that all of humanity's history is filled with slavery and wars and genocides not one culture has not benefited from one of those things or from all of those things not just one of those things from all of those things there's never been a culture before white western culture that denied those things to their culture that said we're gonna end slavery we're gonna go to war with countries so that they end slavery also that's what British colonization did for the world. They ended, it ended slavery for the most part. We still have slavery in Africa and the Middle East. But for the very most part, the British ended slavery and obviously white Americans died by the hundreds of thousands to end slavery here in america obviously it was also about states rights but it was about slavery as well from the today show they this kid acts like a fucking hero this kid has more balls than almost anyone in mainstream media let's give it a listen and the Nicola, Nicholas Sandman, the Kentucky high school student at the center of this now infamous encounter with a Native American elder. Over the past few days, NBC News has sat. 
down with Nathan Phillips three times and heard his side of the story. And now for the first time, the 16-year-old is saying what he saw. Do you feel from this experience that you owe anybody an apology? Do you see your own fault in any way? As far as standing there, I had every right to do so. <laughs> I don't... I. My position is that I was not disrespectful to Mr. Phillips. I respect him. I'd like to talk to him. I mean, in hindsight, I wish we could have walked away and avoided the whole thing. But I can't say that I'm sorry for listening to him and standing there. That's a strong-minded kid. He has got a lot of potential. She tried to bait him into apologizing and he's like well i was standing there I, I don't why would i apologize for standing there <laughs> that, i mean he's got some balls for going on interviews about this and then to not back down when she tries to force him to apologize like almost everyone in media does when they make these quote-unquote mistakes they always tend to apologize here is an example that happened. I believe that this was over the weekend as well. Yeah, on Saturday, as this video was trending, almost certainly, a someone called Cash Bentley, but he's got a Bentley, right? No, he doesn't. Uh, harassed some teenagers for wearing MAGA hats. And more children, by the way, more obviously children. By the way, uh, as another aside please don't let your children go into public with MAGA hats you're putting your children at risk sure they have balls for doing it and you should commend them for wanting to but holy shit you could be getting your children killed literally getting your children killed look at these niggas with the fucking hat on let me see your hat let me see your hat. You and you is bitches. Oh God, you niggas can get knocked the fuck out right now. Look at your fucking hat, nigga. You's retarded. Fucking retarded. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Hey, brother. Look at the ass. Hey, brother. Oh, sorry, ass. Hey, fucking crackers, nigga. Y'all ass get beat the. F <sighs> it's sad. It's sad that we can't. Sport our political affiliation in public without risking being assaulted. But that's the modern left for you, right? Brandon Farley. I, I think he does this, and this might be some fake news, but this was going around on some more right wing sites as. A woman denies service to a man for him being a man. Uh, the video doesn't show that, but she is accosting him. Oh, and what's so funny about it, if that is true, is the juxtaposition that they're at the women's march, trying to march for rights, right? You know, quote unquote rights. I don't know if they could even be considered rights if they're not for everyone. But let's give this just a little listen, just in case it is real. Purple jacket fucker, get the fuck away from our car. No, I'm serious, get away from our car. 
What are you guys selling? You need to get away from us. What are you guys selling? I don't care. Nothing to do. I want to buy. Nothing for you. Whatever you got, I want to buy it. I want to buy it. Are you selling food? I'm a hungry person. I'm hungry. We have the right to serve everyone. I'm hungry. We refuse. Get your hands off me. Get your hands off Get the fuck away from her. All right, that's good enough. It continues for a couple minutes. She even like comes out of the food truck and tries to get in his face. Wonderful feminist. Campus Reform reports that Georgia teacher's assistant says some white people may have to die. A UGA TA said some people may have some white people may have to die. The in, he go he went on to say. Let me just read the tweet. In the tweet, he says, some white people may have to die for black communities to be made whole in this struggle to advance to freedom. To pretend that's not the case is ahistorical and dangerously naive. It's dangerously naive not to pretend that some people, some white people may not have to die. <laughs> Unbelievable. This is the type of hate they're breeding even in southern colleges i have a cousin that graduated from uga and i know another guy that got a degree from uga actually and they never said anything about it being this bad but they also did actually both of them did chemistry i think both of them did chemistry at least just unbelievable this is the toxicity that the sociological theory of whiteness breeds they want us to die they would not mind a manson like war let's, let's say at least some sort of terror anti-white terrorism against white people and the theory of whiteness itself wants the white literally says that we have to end the white race for the betterment of society and proposes that that is done by decreasing their reproduction i, I don't know if that sounds familiar to you but if you've been watching this it probably does and both decreasing the reproduction and breeding them into other races So far, they're succeeding, by the way. While I don't mind interracial, whatever you call it, relationships or whatever, especially if they are whole and they produce families and good families, that's what I'm all about. I, that's really all I care about. If I could, if I could make people recognize, if I could only do one thing culturally forever, it would be a, it would be to make people recognize that the family unit is the most important part of society no equal but of course they have succeeded to get back to this they have succeeded in reducing our reproductive rate especially within in leftists they the reproduction rate is quite a bit below um, 
below two whatever two per family i forget what the term is but leftist whites will die off eventually if if they continue to reproduce at this rate luckily republicans haven't fallen for it yet uh, the studies i've seen show a 1.8 to 2.3 reproduction rate per family that's uh, that's children per family in white republicans so you know, we're still holding on strong. <laughs> Some more racism. Writing professor says grading based on quality is racist. American University will host an event with a professor from a writing center which argues that American grammar is racist. The professor published an essay in which he argues for grading based on the amount of work. <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> that's absolutely amazing for the amount of work does the quality doesn't matter it's just the amount Andrew Lawrence a senior researcher at media matters exposing a little bit of truth because it fits his narrative says uh Former FBI assistant director just said, when I got into the FBI, one of the missions of the FBI in its counterintelligence efforts was to try to keep progressives out of government. Let's listen to the whole thing. When you, t when you take uh, the election and you take the House and you uh, now convert all the committees that you have to investigating various aspects of the President of the United States, then uh, your lifeblood has to be to react to stories. So you're going to see more stories planted so that all these committees can have uh, right. uh, a lot of work to do. And I, I think this is just more of the same. And I think we can expect more of this because, um, quite honestly, uh, the electorate in some places. So firstly, the first half of that video is saying that the FBI also currently plant stories in order to further the narrative that they want produced uh, this time currently that being the progressive narrative that trump is an evil person that is controlled by putin is putting more and more progressives and self-described socialists in positions and uh, ironically, uh, years ago, when I first got into the FBI, one of the missions of the FBI in its counterintelligence efforts was to try and keep these people out of government. Why? So, and then secondly, he says that I sort of paused it in between, so that sucks, but I think you get the point. Secondly, he said that currently, as well as leaking to the media to plant stories, they are trying to get progressives into office now, the FBI. And then he finishes saying that previously, when he first started at the Bureau, their job was to keep progressives out of positions like congressmen, like Ocasio-Cortez, uh, whatever her name is, Alex, I don't know how to, whichever, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, something like that, her fake name, you know. Paul Craig Roberts, says that the National Security Agency is a criminal organization. If you're not aware, Paul Craig Roberts used to work for, I think it was Nixon. We're going to look it up real quick. 
Ronald Reagan, not Nixon. That <laughs> dude's old if he works. Right. He used to work for Reagan in in the White House. He's and he says that the National Security Agency is a criminal organization. To further that notion that our intelligence agencies and our government can indeed be a criminal organization and can function criminally here we have a Bristol Myers Squibb an article by Gizmodo saying Bristol Myers Squibb and others can't dodge one billion dollar lawsuit over a the 1940s syphilis study judge rules they say for the time being pharmaceutical company Bristol Myers Squibb and others will not be allowed to avoid a billion dollar civil lawsuit over their alleged roles in a US government led study in the 1940s that deliberately and secretly infected Guatemalan people with syphilis last week Reuters reported a federal Maryland judge struck down an agreement argument by defense lawyers that domestic companies should be exempt from lawsuits filed in u.s courts that allege human rights violations outside of the country so not only were was our government infecting blacks in tuskegee with the tuskegee experiment with syphilis and not curing it by the way just observing how it affected them throughout their life by the it makes you insane they just let hundreds of blacks go insane and i guess guatemalans now that we know uh, this i hadn't heard of this before but at the same time our government was also doing the exact same thing to guatemalans also to show you a little bit about the criminality of our government from middle east eye i won't back down trump commits to syria withdrawal in call with erdogan according to a senior turkish official who spoke to middle east eye on condition of anonymity due to government protocol trump said he that he agreed with turkish president tayyip erdogan's assessment that the attack was a provocation that aimed to influence the pullout decision i won't back down i'm decisive we will pull out trump reportedly said he's got a lot of kids though springfield news sun reports on a georgia man plotted to white plotted attack on white house authorities saying I guess this Asian guy was gonna blow up some the White House or something right that that's what they're talking about that this is the picture on the news story Georgia man plotted attack on White House and it's this it's an Asian guy in a suit now obviously obviously not right they won't show the picture of this guy you can guess what religion he believes in Hashur Jalal Taib of coming was taken into custody in Gwinnett County while allegedly trying to exchange his vehicle for explosives 
I guess he's going to take the bus to Washington. <laughs> Dailymail.com revealed Google vice president told employees to stop using the word family after staff complained the term was offensive, homophobic, and excluded unmarried people without children, animals, and those with multiple trans feminine partners. So this was an issue over the label family friendly. <laughs> so somehow I, I, I wonder what they came up with to replace the term family friendly because they wanted to be inclusive to orphans and animals. <laughs> Who knows? Damn, I wish we could find out. From BuzzFeed, YouTube says Tommy Robinson will no longer be able to make money from his videos. So, as you guys know, almost I would say half, somewhere between half and two-thirds of my videos are demonetized. Almost every one of them is demonetized immediately. And then once they get their full views, they revoke the demonetization. Uh, so, you know, I don't make any money off of it anyways. But YouTube said, screw that tactic with Tommy Robinson. They're just going to make literally his entire channel be incapable of monetization. Tommy Robinson, by the way, the only thing I know him for is speaking out against Muslim rape gangs. Something very important. If you're not aware, Muslim rape gangs run rampant in the UK where cities have covered it up for decades we've covered many many of those stories throughout city police by the way have covered it up for decades so at some at some level we have child rape gangs that are tied to the police in many many cities we've reported on that here in this week in the news over and over throughout the past year or so Rolling Stones says, Rolling Stone says, Alex Jones Infowars removed from Roku. So they, Roku said that Roku allowed Alex Jones to create their, his own like little channel or something like that on Roku, which is, if you're not aware, it's this little Android computer, basically, uh, runs on the same thing that most of your phones run on and you can plug it into the back of your TV and access things like Netflix and Hulu and uh, Alex Jones Infowars for around a, about a day until activists got it removed from Roku. You know, quote unquote activists. Brenna Simon trying to throw a leftist spin on a fairly innocuous tweet by Kyle Kashif, one of the Parkland kids, the, the only one that has tried to make a run at conservative politics. She says, Charlie Kirk and Kyle Kashif are claiming that a hospital refused to treat Charlie, but they forgot to take Charlie's hospital bracelet off before Charlie posed for this pathetic picture to try and make him look like a victim. I would at Charlie directly, but he blocked me. 
Now, let's read the tweet and see if that's what was going on. Kyle Kastrup says, I'm with my buddy, Charlie Kirk, in Los Angeles, who was rushed to the hospital for a potential blood clot. He threw out his back and can't stand, and the hospital said there are no beds available, and suggested he lay on a bench outside. Cedar sinai Hospital. Disgrace. And then she, she you know, zooms in, highlights that he it has been accepted to the hospital. But guess what? He, Kyle Kashif or Charlie Kirk, neither of them said that he hadn't been admitted to the hospital. It's just a pathetic smear job, once again, on right-wingers. By the way, Kyle Kashif is... Fairly centrist. Uh, I'm not sure why he's hanging out with Charlie Kirk. From the interviews I've seen with Kyle Kashif, he seems super centrist uh, for, for some forms of gun control, stuff like that. The Atlantic reports that the Bohemian Rhapsody director, Brian Singer, has been trailed by accusations of sexual misconduct for 20 years. Here is his alleged victims here his alleged victims tell their stories. I was confused because I thought it should be H-E-A-R, but it was H-E-R-E, -E, like referring to their website. Jack Posobiec says that according to The Atlantic, Brian Singer was heavily involved in a Hollywood child sex ring up to and during the filming of the X-Men movies that he directed. He goes on to say four men have come forward with sexual misconduct allegations against Brian Singer when they were teenagers. And again, teenagers being a mischaracterization in my opinion, these were 13, 14 year olds, all extras on his sets. Business Insider says, oh, so we're on to the more, the funnier, amusing stuff. So if you have anything that want, you want to be mentioned, uh, anything that you want me to talk about, go ahead and throw it in the comments because we're wrapping up. These charts show the political bias of workers in each profession from Business Insider. So let's just scroll down to the charts. Newspaper, newspapers and print media. Uh, it leans very left, as you may have guessed. Uh, you just a ton of left entertainment industry also very left big surprise academics super left online computer services super left that's pretty scary that computer services are super left but hope i'm just hoping that it's based on where they're located and not based on the gullibility of people that do what i do for a living pharmaceuticals it's get starting to get a little more even you know this is a science so it swings to the left a little bit but it seems more a little more even left and right legal this is where it's getting scary a lot of people on the left uh, you know it it is more even more even than say computer services academics entertainment industry but scary amount of people on the left in the legal profession my wife's sister's a lawyer and she's super leftist 
conservative professions, agriculture. Luckily, the people that control whether we live or die almost entirely on the right. So we're looking out. And again, people that are in building and construction, mainly on the right. Mining, mainly on the right. Oil, gas, and coal, a little bit of both, but mainly on the right. Tobacco, mainly on the right, because I'm assuming because they're growing stuff and they believe in uh, more libertarian. Uh, I'm not into tobacco, but there you go. Real estate, fairly even, but again, more on the right. Banking and finance, same as before, fairly even, but more on the right. Hedge funds and private capital, almost even. Lobbyists, almost even, but a little bit on the left. Automotive manufacturers and dealers, primarily on the left, but more even than the first few professions that we covered. The telling thing about this is that the industries that require you to put in hard work to get out a a you know modicum of a living is are almost all very very right they are dominated by the right generally by conservative political beliefs in my opinion that is showing that we're more logical you know you, the abstract more the abstract professions are generally on the left and the logical professions are on the right with the exception of legal obviously being based in logic but legal also has a lot to do with being able to manipulate rules to get what you want and that would obviously favor a leftist position right Here's something crazy. This is not uncommon, by the way. This is not a one-of occurrence. A company in China forced its employees to crawl on the street as a punishment because they couldn't meet year-end targets. <laughs> if, you, if you're not watching this, they're literally in decent clothes. Oh, let me pause that. Probably got flagged already for the they're in decent looking clothes maybe suits i think crawling in the streets literally in the streets not on the sidewalk in the street here is a hilarious take from alexandria ocasio cortez the world is apparently going to end in 12 years just like i was telling you guys last week i saw that speaker in college that was saying that the world's going to end in 2030 if we don't do anything about global warming i guess she saw the same speaker probably i think that the part of it that is generational is that millennials and people and you know gen z and all these folks that come after us are looking up and we're like the world is going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change and your biggest issue is your your biggest issue is how are we going to pay for it mm -hmm. and 
like this is the war this is our world war two <laughs> this is this is our world war two guys <laughs> that's amazing let's listen to a little more I think for younger people, we're looking at this and we're like, how, how are we saying let's take it easy when 3,000 Americans died last year? How are we saying let's take it easy when the nth person has just uh, died from, from our cruel and unjust criminal justice system? How are we saying take it easy when the America that we're living in today is so dystopian with people sleeping in their cars so that they can work a second job without health care and we're told to settle down I don't, it's a, it's a fundamental uh, separation between, mm. you know, the, that fierce urgency of now, the mm -hmm. why we can't wait mm -hmm. that King mm -hmm. spoke of, mm -hmm. um, that at some point these chronic realities do reach a breaking point. Mm -hmm. And I think for our generation, it, it's reached that. And I would. She just spoke for a minute and said nothing. She's good at bullshitting i mean she's she literally just spoke for a minute long without saying anything about anything all right from zero hedge watch robot dog deliver a package from autonomous shuttle this is a potential future we've got these a robot car delivering things with robot dogs that is hard to imagine and super sci-fi if you do if you can wrap your head around it it feels like you are in a super sci-fi world and finally from the onion woman didn't know how progress on toxic masculinity would turn boyfriend into such a weepy little pansy expressing disbelief at her romantic partner's dramatic behavioral shift Local woman Emily Kittleson, 30, told reporters Friday that she had not expected her boyfriend's attempts to recognize and curtail toxic masculinity would eventually turn him into a weepy little pansy. Christ, I know the dope is trying to be conscious of the effects of his words and actions and to be more open and honest with his emotions, but there's got to be a limit, said Kittleson of her boyfriend Shane Magnuson, 31 whose efforts to reject toxic masculinity have begun to irritate her as she claims he has evolved into a fragile fucking flower about everything in recent weeks. I thought that, that was a hilarious satire piece about toxic masculinity. The, that is not what women want, quite obviously. They don't want a, quote, Weeping little pansy. <laughs> so funny. All right, let's see what you guys said. You guys are always fairly insightful. Provide a quite a bit. I love that you occasionally cortex, occasional cortex. <laughs> At one point, that guy starts laughing. I, I didn't see the whole thing. I, I really don't want to put myself through a whole interview with Ocasio-Cortez you know in eight years she'll be running for president probably if she doesn't completely destroy her reputation by some sort of gaffe uh, every gaffe she's made though seems to reinforce her reputation 
So I doubt that's going to happen. We're going to see her running for president in eight years. Gun control is using both hands. A pistol is your only last ditch, is only your last ditch effort to reach your rifle. <laughs> How about unions? Most left, especially people, the, the people that run unions, definitely. And they're forcing, well, I, I only know really about teachers unions, but I know teachers unions, despite what teachers want, they high, they mainly just donate to leftist causes and it's very hard to do anything about them Barr talking about our next attorney general said gone marbles again saying Barr said big social media networks are on his list of corporations to be looked into that'd be great to apply some antitrust to google and twitter that would be outstanding. Facebook. Liberal Brian Clark says liberal media is like toxic waste. It just keeps spreading. Nicholas has more integrity than everyone in that studio. I agree completely. Yeah, he, it did look like he was probably alone, Loveland. He balls of steel on that kid. Nathan Phillips is MSM's sweetheart this week. Another Michael Avenatti next week. <laughs> He's probably too old to keep up anything, uh, anything close to what Michael Avenatti does in the MSM though. Hey Bernie, Venezuela pushed socialism. Now they're imploding. We'll probably cover that next week. How there, there was an attempted coup on Maduro maybe yesterday sometime sometime in the past week people are saying stolen valor technically that's technically what nathan phillips has done is just lie he's not really doing stolen valor uh, from what i understand i could be wrong about this but stolen valor is like a legal term basically that you can be sued over if you say someone has done stolen valor without actually having perpetrated it it think that it, it has to do with claiming that you have had medals given to you that you haven't had given to you technically it obvious what he do has done is obviously resembles stolen valor though sage parsley says he, that nathan phillips said he was a freaking recon ranger which is no such thing <laughs> that's funny GTO Mama says he was a mechanic for the Marines for our years. I, I think it was four or six years, one of the two. Left as a private. You don't knock anybody that le leaves the Marines as a private, but definitely can't respect him for attempting to deceive people into believing that he saw combat in Vietnam. BuzzFeed is laying off 15% of its workforce just off of the back of this week claiming that Cohen was told by Trump that to lie to Congress and then Mueller of all people having his crew publicly denounce that as a blatant lie. BuzzFeed 
doing the leftist work, right? Intimidating a minor should be a crime. Seems like it would be a crime. All right. Thank you guys for watching. It has been great as always. I will see you guys next week, Wednesday, 10 p.m. Mountain Standard Time. And uh, just as an aside, I am still debating whether we're going to keep doing this or not. Because I love doing this for you guys. And what I was thinking is I may just do once a month and do edited videos. But I'm not sure. I'm, because as I was preparing this video for you guys, I, w I realized... That I really, really enjoy doing this. I get, I get pretty hyped up for it. It, I get, I get excited about it just to be repetitive, and it allow. There's something about being verbal for an hour or two straight about complex topics that seems to take my brain to somewhere where it doesn't normally function. Uh, I'm, if you, it. I just I really enjoy it uh, to not get too much in the weeds about it so I'm, I don't want to stop this shit basically I don't want to stop and last week I was I had accepted okay I'll just stop this is it I'll go back to writing and doing video games and uh, you know full-time uh, seven days a week basically and I just, I don't know. I, I'm debating it. Just letting you know. I'm just debating it. Because I love this. I love doing this. I love, and even, I, I, I want to do it live. I, I'm not super into editing videos, uh, even though that's a skill I have that slightly. I like doing it live. It, it You know, you get the point. Thanks for watching. Catch you guys next week, Wednesday. 10 p.m. Central, not Central Standard Time, Mountain Standard Time.